Hello, welcome to This Won't Last Long, the weekly podcast where I talk about my personal life a bit, my creative life a bit, and some new media that's out there. And today the new media that's out there that I watched was Thor Love and Thunder. I watched it last week, uh, last weekend I think. Yeah, we'll be talking about that for the main event, but first I want to give you a little channel update. So... Recently, the last thing I did was work on some video essays. I did four in a matter of like a week at the most, I think. Um, there was an after hours one, and then there is a Black Panther one, um, and then there is a Interstellar one, and then there is a Spider-Man No Way Home one. So I worked on those four. And that's it for my video essay ideas for right now. I'm probably going to take a little break to work on other things, um, like other ideas. But yeah, um, there's one every Saturday for the next four weeks um, at 1 p.m. on my channel. The first one tomorrow is, it's in order of what I just said. So the first one is After Hours tomorrow at 1, and then Black Panther next Saturday at 1, and then so, um, so on and so forth. So yeah, it, it was really fun to do with it. I mean, of course there was annoying moments, but I think I came out with some, some pretty good stuff. So uh, <laughs> a couple of them are shorter video essays, like five, six minutes, um, seven minutes, whatever. I was searching up like a five, six minute <laughs> video essays even, you know, like exist. And, uh, and then and they do, and I'm like, okay, that's all I need to know, so. Found that out pretty quick, so was glad about that, but. Yeah, and other than that, um, it was kind of unfortunate with my camera. Like, with my SD card, I, I formatted the card again. Um, if you listen to the first episode for Spotify, but if you listen to the last episode for Twitch, I formatted the card then for Umbrella Academy Reaction and had to not do that idea anymore but for this i accidentally deleted the first clips for the the choose your own adventure video um series i, I was i'm working on but then i'm really glad i did this i saw that i saw that these clips were actually on my drive and i'm like oh thank god so i just downloaded them and problem solved i just have to make the whole, you know, like, part of that video again, but, no, it's kind of annoying, but whatever. But, yeah, at least I got through the video essays, that's good. And then I, and that was pretty much it, honestly, because that was for the first, like, that was for, like, a week working on the video essays, and then, uh, I think the last video I uploaded before that was, uh, was the new Just a Thought about my collections, and then, yeah, I have some new ideas, my chicken mask... <laughs> from ebay came <laughs> me and my family were making fun of that or i ordered a webcam today because i got another paycheck so that is very very good because that means i got to actually whoa have a fucking face um on my streams so that'll be good i i think i ordered some stuff for some videos i ordered journal 3 from gravity falls to make kind of another just a thought and then I ordered some lights, so with my webcam I can have like a cool like setup with some LEDs. 
so so that'll be cool hopefully you guys check out that next time i'm live because i'll have the webcam tomorrow i think so that'll be great i, I think that's all i ordered from amazon i mean other than that i pretty much didn't really work on anything to be honest i, I had some more ideas that i jotted down the trees are an adventure thing something to do that and then i still oh yeah and i had an idea for a new just a, just a thought video which is like you know how gq does those like things those interviews with celebrities like um my essentials or whatnot like celebrity like talks about like what's essential in their uh in their life like phone like this type of food this type of item whatever like recently i saw i was watching a bunch of like behind the scenes kind of like press videos for umbrella academy um just because i'm still on that umbrella academy kick after the season ended i saw that Justin H. Min, who plays Ben Hargreaves on the show, did one, I think, for season two, like a year or two ago, and, um, like, one of his things was, like, a silver uh, straw, because, like, he's passionate about the environment, which is really cool, so I'll probably, I don't have a, a metal straw yet, maybe I'll get one, <laughs> Maybe I'll invest in that, but anyway, that'll probably be the next... No, I don't think so. I think the next thing I'll be doing is the kind of inspired by Jack Sebedekai's videos on this, like reacting to old, uh, you know, TikToks that I like to like found funny or whatever. I have a card reader now. I mean, I already did, but the other night it broke because it fell. I have my laptop... Um, I, I like had my laptop somewhere on like flat surface and I went to grab something else from the room and then I don't know, something must have happened or like some weird thing with my turn or something because the laptop fell. The laptop's fine, thank God, but the card reader that I borrowed from my neighbors uh, fell and broke into, um, well, the, the inside of it broke into obviously the outside. Yeah, the, the outside is fine, but the inside is very much not. Yeah, uh, luckily he was fine with it, because it's just, he was saying it's like bad design for, with it and stuff. But yeah, I'll be, uh, knowing that, I'll be very careful with the one I ordered from Amazon. It's pretty much set for the channel, I think. I think all the other ideas are just pretty much ongoing, other than um, additions to series, and then just the Twitch is all set up, the webcam and things. I mean, I got a Logitech one. And then just obviously, yeah, the, the Choose Your Own Adventure series that I'm working on. But other than that, I think, I think I'm good. Yeah. I'm still on that way to affiliate with Twitch and partner with YouTube. But honestly, yeah, um, I think I've said this before, that it's just for fun. And if people view it, people like it, that's just, people comment, subscribe, whatever. That's just, that's just a bonus. Or follow whatever that's just a bonus I'm really glad i don't have school during this time because it would kick my ass um if i couldn't you know do what i want to do um and probably still with the final year in high school which i am terrified for segue into personal life and 
um, not really creative life, because I mean, I just kind of do that as well. But yeah, um, personal life, segueing into that, because um, channel update is done and creative life is done. Uh, yeah, I'm so terrified. Hopefully it won't be too scary. Hopefully I find my, you know, people and things like that. Other than that, I'm, I'm still working at, as a dishwasher. You know, the, the head chef, he like is on my ass for like, couple times, maybe, like, occasionally, um, you know, with how I, like, like, wash the, wash the dishes, because even though I started at, uh, on, on Mother's Day with this job, it, it was, like, once a week for the longest time, so even though, yes, technically I started that day, it hasn't been that, that long, right? I mean, I, I'm probably, I would say, just under 20 shifts, maybe, shifts, maybe? Um, I mean, I'd, I'd have to do the math. I'm too lazy right now. But <laughs> it definitely hasn't been too long for me to be, like, a fucking master. I just watching the, the way this middle-aged chef is, you know, like, I'm, I'm not some experienced kitchen guy, you know, like, and this is my, you know, like, uh, it's, it's just kind of annoying, but, uh, better hours now, I, I have three shifts instead of two, uh, that's the most I asked for, um, three, yeah, three, um, I don't think I asked for four, I can hope I didn't, I had, like, one of the worst days the other day at the job, though, the actual work was fine, but before and after sucked. It was the day that my card reader broke later that night after I got home. Not right when I got home, but it was like later kind of when I got home. And then that sucked, and that was after. But before I got to work, on the way to work, because I walked there, it's like a 10 minute, 10 to 15 minute walk there, I, uh, I got stung by a bee on my work, and listen, man. Like I know I'm 16. I I know it's a like it's a little sting. It won't kill me, but just I've only been stung once before, and it was on the it was on my lip, and that sucked. So I really don't like bees. <laughs> from that one experience that I have with it. Um, so this one sucked more because it was the one thing I needed while working to, to you know, function well, uh, which was, it was right above my foot, just kind of right above where the sock ends, like on my calf, on the bottom of my calf. Calf, calf, and at first I thought it was just like, oh, what the fuck was that? And I was like, that must have been like some sharp thing stabbing me or something. I'm sure I'm fine. I looked down and there's some fucking bee like dangling off my foot, and I'm like, what the hell? And I <laughs> tried swatting it away, and there was there was no stinger there, thank God. Uh, I've never had to pull one out before. <laughs> yeah, hurt like a bitch. I literally said out loud, uh, shit. 
and then just like that, uh, <laughs> obviously louder. But I was taking a shortcut to walk faster, and then like before I got stung, and then some lady who was living there, like in the area, because the shortcut I'm talking about is like a like where a bunch of like houses and stuff are. And she's like, are you okay? You know, and they're like, like, kind of like concerned, like, what the hell just happened, boys? <laughs> um, like, are you okay? And then I'm like, it, it would have been like more stereotypical if she said, are you okay, honey, or baby, or like, whatever. Um, but yeah. And then I'm like, like, out of like trying to keep my composure because it was still hurting like a bitch because it just has it like literally just happened i was like yeah 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 i'm fine <laughs> she was like okay <laughs> and she walked and she walked in her uh in her backyard uh, through her backyard and then just kept looking at me until she fucking exited uh entered her backyard yeah i think we're i think i was at yeah work still so yeah, good rest of the shift, but then after, um, so since it, like, it was kind of intense storms where I live, um, when I was leaving, and then my, my mom, who was willing to pick me up, or walk with me, whatnot, um, because of the storms, um, said the storm is passing, so, like, you're good to walk, and they're like, okay, whatever, and then, as soon as she fucking said that, and as soon as I left, lightning started, like, happening again, and then I'm like, what the, what the hell? And then, uh, yeah, I kind of just sprinted home, away from the lightning. Almost died, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Other than that, uh, money-wise, I don't think I need anything more for the channel for, uh, for anything really I'll try not to for once in my fucking life I'll try not to you know buy like you know food and and stuff like that too often now yeah life is decent oh yeah and then just a quick quick tangent that um one of my supervisors Justin was saying a funny thing I uh <laughs> really stupid. I, I saw a green bucket because we have to put away buckets, right? And as part of dishes and stuff. And then I I was like, this bucket looks different. It doesn't have any specific place to, to go. And then he was <laughs> he's saying that's racist against buckets. Um, <laughs> and then I laughed. Cause he, and he laughed because he had to do something. So he had to cook something or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, that was fucking funny. And then when he left before me and the rest of the guys in Dish, he was telling me, or uh, I, I decided it would be funny to tell him as he was leaving. Um, and they were like a really serious tone, like, don't worry, Justin, I won't be, um, races against buckets anymore into the meat and potatoes now of the podcast talking about 
Thor Love and Thunder from start to finish. Spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder, obviously. It kind of shows his kind of origin to why he hates the gods. And um, I was watching, you know, I, I know all my, just a disclaimer, like I know all my comics and stuff like that kind of knowledge from like, um, like books, or sorry, not books, uh, like videos and stuff, like channels like New Rockstars, things like that. Not channels like that. So, um, people who are much older than me on YouTube who actually know comics <laughs> on their own. So, so basically, with that comic knowledge, I know that the origin in the comics is that his, you know, family died from starvation or like something on the planet that they were on and he tried praying for them to survive and then they didn't answer and then they died from exhaustion and whatnot. Um, and then, yeah, and that's all I know from the comics. And it was really the same in the movie. Um, obviously they look, they look way different because they don't have the horns and whatever. I don't know how to, I think, I think I heard someone say this in the video as well, like, Christian Bale has this just insane ability to deliver a amazing performance through very little words and actions. But yeah, I mean, and then a thing I don't know from the comics is, you know, who's the first god he kills with, uh, with Love and Thunder. That is answered very quick, he kills the sun god, I think. Um, I'm not going to be great with the names of gods here, other than the very obvious ones, like Zeus and whatever, um, which we'll get to soon enough, but he kills the sun god, and the, the CGI with the sun god was a little iffy, it's a little bad, a little not good, but um, it was a cool kill, and they can actually kill, because uh, apparently gods gold is blood, or wait, God's blood is gold, my bad, <laughs> switch the words around there, but yeah, very good stuff there, I mean, it was very beautiful cinematography with the desert and everything, even though the only time I've seen it is in the theater, and I had like the Marvel theater experience, and being all excited and stuff, I just, like, I enjoy Marvel so goddamn much that's just like yes if i and i don't have like some rose tinted glasses if i see a bad movie i see a bad movie like um the last bad movie associated with marvel or directly marvel was like let there be carnage that was a very very bad movie yes it makes fun of itself and that's funny as shit um anyway I, i'm going off tangent with that but and um I, I guess i just enjoy marvel so much that it's just like i can't see like i can't see flaws really you know and like i said like if i do i do i'm like with venom but or like thor dark world or like whatever it's just like you know what i mean like have you ever enjoyed something? Have any of y'all ever enjoyed something that you just, like, it can never, it can never let you down? And I, I think I, I tend to look at the situations in the movie 
from a kind of perspective like of the characters themselves kind of like oh how would they be feeling right now and you know like kind of like that there was a beautiful or no sorry that it was before this um the rock ballad marvel intro which was just i mean come on that was fucking amazing um the way they did that i'm glad they did it now because if they had that like you know the entire time with marvel i i feel like it would have been not not bad per se but because it's not bad at all uh, not in the slightest but it wouldn't have um you know had that audience surprise it, it wouldn't have caught us by like oh shit that's really fucking cool and like they wouldn't have had that with it if they didn't do it with like Thor Love and Thunder, or like some random. I don't think it would have worked in any other Marvel movie, to be honest. Because they marketed this movie with Sweet Child of Mine, which um, we'll get into the meaning of that song with this movie very soon. But, uh, soon enough, but it was very, uh, very, very special in the fact that you expected more rock to be in the soundtrack, and it was. It was awesome. And, uh, yeah, I, I think I heard, like, because we have a small local theater, and I, like, which makes for a better theater experience, because you can actually hear people, like, talking about the movie, um, when there's a chance to, uh, mind you, or, like, when's a cool scene, you can actually hear people, like, gasp, um, and if there's, like, a really obvious cool scene, like, Toby and Andrew, um, you know, obviously, you hear the screams, um, but that's with any theater. Back to after the gore thing, we have a, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy, get kind of a montage of like what he's been up to, and what's Thor been up to for the past whatever months, whatever, because you know he's probably gonna still be with them or come back with them in Guardians of the Galaxy three. At least I would hope so. Um, if not, you know, whatever. Because the Guardians are good enough that they can hold their own story. Um, God, the Guardians are so amazing. But anyway, um, I mean, what else can I say? Except it was very, very fun and funny. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to say about the montage and what those went up to and everything. It's very enjoyable. Um, but yeah, then, then the story thickens with a bunch of distress calls to the Guardian's ship with a bunch of gods that uh, uh, Gore is killed. And everyone calls him the Butcher, um, which is very, very cool and menacing. Yeah, and then we, we see Thor get distracted by a distress call of Sif, we haven't seen since Loki, but who we haven't actually seen since Thor the Dark World. So we haven't seen her in a long, long time. And she was in this cool Viking getup, and um, I, we, it was a really 
cool. I mean, not cool, but like it was, um, it was really gripping, like cool in the sense that it was very gripping how we thought, um, she was going to die because we really thought she was going to die there. Her arm was fucking cut off. Like she could have bled out easily, but then Thor of course, Thor of course took her back to New Asgard and fixed her up and everything. But that, that, that was the first scary moment of the film and it uh, delivered. And then and after going back to New Asgard, we see Gore, uh, we see Gore at first attack after, after of course, we have some moments like character moments like with Valkyrie and stuff like that. But, oh wait, no, sorry. It's, um, we get introduced to Jane again with the cancer and, and then Darcy makes a cameo, which was very fun to see. And we haven't seen since Wanda, yeah, WandaVision. And then it was also a fun cameo with Eric Selvig with like a FaceTime thing with Jane or like a voicemail or whatever that was, or whatever that was, but video message, whatever. And after those scenes with Jane, um, you, you know, I, to be honest, I didn't expect them to actually go the cancer route. Um, I, I find it very obvious, though, when I, I was seeing an interview with Natalie Portman before I saw the movie, just, you know, to get excited and stuff. I was already excited, but, you know, yeah, after the stuff with Jane, you know, the, yeah, like, like in, in the interview with Natalie Portman that I watched, she was saying that without spoilers, obviously, that Jane goes through a physical transformation throughout the film. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's obvious. But like, again, I didn't actually expect them to go that route. And then when they showed the scan in the hospital, I'm like, oh, damn, they're actually doing this. You know, after that, you know, gore attacks and... Sif gets fixed up and everything on New Asgard. And then fucking Jane comes. And it is so awesome. Um, oh yeah, and before that, obviously, uh, the, the hammer calls to her. And there, apparently there is a deleted scene that they didn't use or cut scene, whatever you call it, um, whatever you want to call it, that showed Jane with like the outcome of that scene when she first... Heard, heard, um, Malonier, Malonier, Mjolnir, call out to her, um, on New Asgard, um, there was, like, a suit-up scene, but then, like, I guess that would've, like, kind of, like, detracted from the actual, like, arrival scene, but also, it's like, you could've just cut the scene at the moment when uh like when the lightning comes and then you could have saved the actual suit for when she comes right like you they, they could have easily done that but whatever i'm just happy with what we got honestly i mean it, 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 it doesn't even come close to the infinity war scene but it's still fucking awesome and um yeah and it was awesome <laughs> and then after that of course you know they reunite and stuff like that and then she has the confident facade, which I didn't mind because that's that's very realistic for somebody who's dealing with that, you know, to, 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 
to have and like not show weakness with Jane still. Um, it was it was a very powerful scene when she hit when she destroyed the sink and she um, showed weakness, but at the same time strength. Um, because showing your emotions, but showing your emotions, you're never weak. And I felt that that was a very that was one of the central themes in this movie. Now that I'm thinking about it, which was uh, yeah, like I said, very powerful. With Drain's quips, it's very like I said, with confident facade, it's it's very obvious that she's in pain, and and like I said, it's like the message of it's okay to not be okay is um, is is a very powerful message in this movie. And we'll get to the, to, to more of the messages in this movie soon, but, um, but yeah, man, it was very powerful stuff. And and then next up was you know the, their plan, and um, I I didn't really like another thing about it, I didn't really like how how Heimdall's son was just kind of born off screen. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like that would have been a cool story. I don't know where they would have placed it, but it still would have been a cool story nonetheless. Um, to kind of be more like attached to him, he was still cool. He was still a cool character. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, like, but uh, but yeah, I, I I felt that the children being taken was a very needed step for the story. Um, I mean, you you kind of had the had something for the for the. Uh, for the characters to save. And, I mean, yes, the, the, the there's gods to save, but after after their, their little tangent getting Zeus's lightning bolt to beat Gore, it is very apparent that the gods are not kind of worth saving, to be honest. But with yeah, the the gods, I mean, it, it was very. It, it's going to be very cool exploring the different cultures in Marvel now. Um. I mean, they they already have with you know Moon Knight, of course Black Panther being one of the earliest concepts of this, exploring different cultures. But and then Shang Chi and this and um, I'm very excited to explore more of Hercules, which we'll get more of, get into more of later, post credit scenes. But um, yeah, I mean, then yeah, I mean, man, like the. the there's nothing else much really to say about that kind of tangent with Zeus and everyone. Uh, other than just, it's going to be very cool to explore different cultures. Um, I, I totally thought Zeus was dead. He was not. Um, and then it was very awesome with all the fight scenes. Especially with the pieces of uh, Mighty Thor's hammer, Jane's hammer. And then with... And with the, of course, like I said before, with the blood being gold, you're allowed to do very violent stuff with the fight scenes in Thor, Love and Thunder. Taika was allowed to do that. He's very smart with that in that set, in that term, or in that context, or in that sense. Jeez. Um, but yeah, and then we have the climax of the film. Also, before with, uh, I forgot, totally forgot to say. With the stuff with Jane and Thor, like a kind of montage of showing their relationship in between uh, Dark World and 
um, Age of Ultron, which I didn't realize is an actual long time. That's two years. Um, I did not realize how long their relationship actually was. It, it, it gave, it had more, like, gripping emotion to it than both of the first Thor films combined in that one montage and this one movie not getting and it was it was great to see that it was great to see them actually have relationship stuff <laughs> rather than just write it write it off like a breakup and pretend like they didn't even have a relationship you know because with the first two Thor movies you don't realize how long a relationship they have you know um Like it, it, it makes it feel like those first two movies make it feel like a very, very short relationship. But yeah, like I said, in actuality, it's like two, um, more or less four years of being in a long term relationship. And that's, um, yeah, like I said, that's, that's, it was very gripping that montage. Um, anyway, going back to before. Yeah, the climax of the film. Um, speaking of Jane and Thor, you know, we, we have more gripping stuff with them. Um, I really love Valkyrie and Mighty Thor's relationship in this. I felt like that was very fun and very new. Um, because we haven't really had you know, the females being like best friends and stuff in, in uh, the MCU too, too much. I mean, I mean, there's a few examples like Shang-Chi with, I, I forget their names, but Aquafina's character, as well as Shang-Chi's sister. Um, other than that, I, I can't think of, oh yeah, and then of course, you know, Florence Pugh and uh, Yelena and Natasha and Kate and Natasha. There's a few examples, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we haven't really had too too much of that. We um, we've mainly had like guys and stuff. Um, and it was very refreshing to have that. Um, Korg Korg was a break in the darkness and and stuff. Per usual, it was a fucking delight in this. And then, um, Mia, the, the fight with like the drainage of color, that, that was also a concept I found very um, cool and very fitting for Gore because that's what Gore is doing. He's draining the color, he's draining the life out of, out of people out of, out of gods. So it's a very fitting concept for Gore to have that. And um, outside of that, you know, he, he he was very scary in this with the liminal, the liminal, with the limited time Christian Bale had. Um, like I said earlier, you can put a with regular actors that need you know ten fifteen minutes per like scene to get 
gripping performance across, Christian Bale needs like two or five minutes. You know what I mean? Um, yes, would I love more gore? Fucking of course. Um, am I sad he died? Well, yeah, because, um, but, but it made sense, but we'll get to that later. Or, or soon, but, yeah, with the final fight, um, the, with the kids getting temporary Thor powers was one of the coolest uses of Thor's powers fucking ever. I don't care if you didn't like it. Um, I loved it. I thought that it was very enjoyable and very Taika thing to do. Um, because apparently I was watching an interview that Taika did. And apparently he had his, his kids and like Chris's kids and like just, just a bunch of kids like having ideas, like random ideas, um, that were incorporated into the actual movie, which was, um, very cool because that, that's not the norm with these movies or with any movie, to be honest, you know, cause, cause they're kids, you know, they don't have, uh, a grasp on proper filmmaking and stuff like that, but they do have a, a damn imagination and that can turn into great ideas. Like one of the kids, I think maybe it was Chris's daughter. Um, had an idea for the shadow monsters and that was her idea and then they made it into the movie um, and then yeah man I mean it, there's not much else to say there's not much to say about the final fight oh, the, um, oh yeah and other than fucking eternity showing up like looking exactly from the comics um, which was amazing, and I'm very, very excited to explore more of the, like, kind of magic side of, of the MCU, um, down the line, and, um, yeah, it, but yeah, with, with Gore's death, it, it, it made sense, because he, he looked at Thor, and you could see in his eyes he's he knows that this is the right thing to do he he thought killing the gods would make up for letting his daughter die but he realizes in this moment when thor says that he would rather spend his dying moments with jane um because thor thought he was going to die that he gore realizes in that moment that he wants his daughter to come back, his, his daughter to live again, for her to get the life he always wanted for her, and that's the best thing that he can do um, for his daughter, which is a very uh, gripping and emotional scene, uh, an emotional, you know, character arc for Gore. And like I said, of course I would I would have loved more gore. Um, I hope they have more. They have more gore in uh, in in the Blu-ray, or they ever release a Taika cut, or I'm, I'm sure they'll have a lot of deleted scenes. But um, uh, with Jane's death, I, I fucking loved that. Um, she entered Valhalla. Heimdall was there, dude. Uh, 
I, I think I actually cried when Heimdall showed up. I was like, oh shit, man. I was like, that's awesome. And, um, and probably a lot of other people are there. Maybe we'll discover that in another movie, show, or something. And with, um, you know, with, with the statue for Mighty Thor, um, I, I'm really glad I got my Thor, the Mighty Thor shirt. Glad I had that. And then with, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much it. And then the fucking Hercules, um, I've been saying Zeus's and I've been, I've been quoting that post credit scene literally ever since I saw the movie on the 12th uh, last week. Like literally, I keep saying like the, do you understand um, Hercules, like, a Thor and Sin falls, like, kind of out of order, but, like, I'm very, very excited for Hercules and Thor, um, fighting and teaming up. But, uh, yeah, man. That's pretty much it. This has been This Won't Last Long. This has been Michael Creates, and hope you enjoyed, and bye bye